Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my durable co-host Mozzie. <laughs> How's it going, man? I'm good. Uh, how, how you hanging in there? I'm doing all right. I had a bit of a tumble the other night. Landed perfectly on my neck. It was great. This is how you are supposed to land. Clearly, always fall right on your neck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was carrying some things and trying not to drop them, and was straining upward. And we're okay. Did wait? Did you still hold on to them? Oh no! <laughs> no, no. Shirt is totally ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So on a little bit of lidocaine right now. And uh, ready to talk about some football. How are you doing? I'm I'm solid. You're you're just like an NFL player, you know. All like, yeah, you, you took 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 your beatings, and uh, now you're on painkillers. I know, right? I wish more people like I worked with new football, so I could be like, all right, guys, I'm out for tonight. Probably doubtful tomorrow. You know, <laughs> going questionable on uh, Monday. We have to play it day by day. Yeah. Which I don't. I wonder. I don't know how much they like distribute painkillers now in the NFL, but I know they used to like all the time. There was they a used to be so long rampant period of time where painkillers were being prescribed at larger rates than the actual amount of people in the state. Well, yeah, because <laughs> some places. Yeah, because like, yeah, each week you take such a beating, like on the NFL field, like it's crazy. Like I remember seeing this video of. Um, I think it was like Joe Schobert, it's all of his wife or girlfriend or whatever, but like she like posted a video of him like after game day and he was like eyes packed up, like hobbling around. Oh yeah. Especially playing linebacker, like so many collisions. So like you probably need a lot of pain. Like I don't blame him, but Oh, I know. I'm like I landed on a ground and like I hurt myself. Like these guys literally get like piled into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would rather fight the earth than <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, they should be allowed to smoke pot. Um, <laughs> but, so, do what? I say Calvin Johnson did all the time, said it was a very strong advocate, an advocate for the... Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the NBA is not going to be testing this year for it, so... There you go. Yeah, there are always a lot of steps ahead of the NFL. But uh, we have no Thursday games this week because we had the Wednesday game, the WAF, and um, we were going straight into Sunday with, I guess we're starting with it, New Orleans at Atlanta, a rematch from two weeks ago, but this time in Atlanta. (laughs) How do you feel about this game? Well, (laughs) so so last time Julio got hurt mid-game, and like... I've I've kind of looked into it some, and there's a difference of no Julio versus losing Julio mid game, because like they they just like aren't ready to figure it out if he goes out mid game. But like they've had times where he's just been out where they've been you know okay. They're still not great, but it's not as trash. But um, I do mm-hmm. so they, he hasn't really practiced much this week, so they're I think they're ready to play without him. But he practiced partially on Friday, so I think he'll play personally. But obviously, you know, you gotta wait till game time to find out. He's game time decision as usual. But, um, fuck, man. Like, they they played it well for a large portion of the game, aside from their big fuck ups. So, like, if they can avoid the big fuck ups, I think they can win. Because, <laughs> like, Denver last week, like, well, you know, it doesn't really count, but, like, Latavius Murray was the offense. But Taysom Hill wasn't good last week. <laughs> like, it's the thing. Like, if Atlanta could not like cover deep passes like punt returns and like 
actually hold on to picks, I think they could win. But shit, man, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of it's going to depend on Armstead because um, they're getting Pete back. Because like last week we wanted to both pick Denver, but they ended up like I said being uh, down their quarterback, so we couldn't really do that. But um, yeah, yeah, the Ar- Armstead is. I'll look into it. I'll find it because Andrews Pete had a concussion. He looks like he's going to be back. Was Armstead COVID list right? He was COVID, so yeah. he should be back too. If it was just a proximity. Yeah, I don't remember. It's too, I, I so hard to remember. Like if everyone is like positive or like just around or what, but. I'll uh, dig into it. So how, how are you feeling on this game? Uh, I'm having a really hard time picking it. I, You know, it just feels so right to pick the Falcons in a split. It, like... <laughs> yeah, like... But it, it's also, you know, New Orleans, whose defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And has been the past few weeks. Yeah. So Armstead did test positive. He tested positive. Yeah, so he, he was an actual positive. At least according oh, to the CBS Sports. He is not playing then. So if, it, if that is correct and it was actually positive. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. It, it was a positive test. So he may be out this week too because it was, it was last Saturday. So it's not going to be in time probably. So I think they'll be – I assume they'll be without him again. I would expect so. And so Atlanta's pass rush can sometimes get home. So that may actually be like an important factor in this game. Who comes off the right side? Dante Fowler? I think so. Let me check. Because uh, it's not McKinley. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, their, their right is, is Fowler, yeah. So. Interesting. I'm probably, yeah, I think I still have to take the Saints, but I will say. <sighs> like, I. Like, what if the Falcons defense is, like, opportunistic and gets picks on Taysom Hill? They're not going to win. Like, you know, because okay, Atlanta's run defense, like Atlanta's run defense, is good this year. Is a thing. It's right. fucking weird, but it is good, and like that's what the Saints want to do right now. So like, I I really think if they can just not fuck up literally everything this week, <laughs> they'll be fine. Um, and having Julio back will help out on offense too, because like Young Ho is like the like I think he's like the leading scorer this year. Some bullshit, just because like the Falcons have so much trouble converting a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Falcons line is pretty healthy as far as I know um, Gurley is questionable too um, yeah I got a limited practice Friday I have no clue if he's going to play or not but like the Falcons are like on the let's see, yeah, they're, they're no James Carpenter but um, like Alex Mack will be playing and stuff like that he's rested but look at everything like they're fairly healthy like it's just tough because of what I saw last time like it's hard to justify it. It was so bad. Like that game hurt. <laughs> yeah, it hurt my soul. So as of now, I'm pretty torn. As far as fantasy options in this, in this game go, um, I mean Taysom Hill like racked up the fantasy points last time on the ground. Um, he did it against versus Denver. Like, you got to think he'll at least get a f- like Taysom Hill. Like I don't know how his ceiling is, but he has the the floor because he runs. He's like almost a guarantee to run out a touchdown most weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's better with the ball in his hands than, you know, throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I think I'm going to take the Falcons. I'm torn still. I'll wait and see. But For right if, now, I'm going to take the Falcons. If Julio's back, I feel a lot better about it. Um, 
But as far as like specific plays, I don't really. I know these games are typically high scoring, but I feel like this won't be. I don't imagine it will. What what are the over under <laughs> on this one? It's at uh, forty six. That might that's got to be one of the lowest like Falcon Saints over unders in forever, right? <laughs> oh yeah. So. It's oh not, yeah. Yeah, it's not one I'm like thrilled about for fantasy, because like. Especially right now with the Saints, because where they have Taysom Hill, they're running so much that their pace is so low. So, makes sense. Exciting for me there. Yeah, fantasy wise, I'm not really into a whole lot this game. Maybe some Falcons wide receivers. Yeah, like I mean, if Hill goes in, he's good. Obviously, you pretty much always play Ridley. Like it's that's a given. But like Michael Thomas, like he's kind of tough to trust. Like he did fine last time against them. Mm-hmm. So. But you never know, man. Taysom Hill. Yeah, man, this game's gonna fucking piss me off. I just know it. But uh, next up, I was like, I think I think there's a non-zero chance that Taysom Hill has a really bad game. Man, I can only hope that the Falcons take their <laughs> playbook and heads out of their collective assholes. <laughs> Speaking of heads and assholes, we have Detroit at Chicago next. Um, <laughs> Detroit's first game without uh, Matty P. I know I wanted to pick him. Yeah. To. Then uh, Kenny Galladay got ruled out again. Yeah, it feels like they're going into tank mode a bit. Um, a little bit, right? Yeah. So they they cut um, they waved uh, Marvin to Hall. Um, they waved him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess they want to get like some of their young guys more opportunity. So that's why. So I like I put. Cephas down is kind of a stream because there's no Kenny, uh, no Marvin Hall. I think I think we'll have Danny. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess he's probably honestly a better stream, but like it's gonna be oh, Hawk. Yeah, it's gonna be Hawk and Danny and Cephas. So he got Marvin Jones, right? Oh, that's right. I always forget about him. Everyone except the NFC North like tends to. <laughs> I feel like he does well against the Bears. Yeah. I guess I should say, I mean, is Jones a banger? Like, he's going to get a ton of targets, right? He should get a ton of targets. I mean, he's been on the list of, like, people to watch the past few weeks and hasn't produced, but mm-hmm. I think that this is a good uh, spot for him. Yeah, maybe more of a stream. I'll just put him instead. Yeah, put him in the stream. Marvin. And then Hawks should do great. I think the Bears have been really struggling against tight ends, so uh, clock's in. But Chicago side... Um, I mean, the obvious play is A-Rob. I put an asterisk because there's always the potential Mitch goes pumpkin. And so he's not like a guarantee, but Mitch at least figured out he needs to just hyper-target him. <laughs> so About time. Yeah, because like early... David Montgomery, yeah, he has a good matchup too. Yeah, like early in the season, Mitch like didn't target A-Rob quite enough. Or he did, but it was really shitty targets. They're at least okay targets this game. Yeah, he has a decent corner matchup. I don't think the Lions' defense is anything good right now. No. They're missing a ton of people. Yeah, they're pretty down. Like, I wanted to pick Detroit, but I like more. I looked into it. It's just it's hard to like. I can't justify it. The only only like, the is. way it happens is like the Detroit defense balls out, but that's kind of a tough ask. Or the you know they just you know I think every team that's fired their head coach has won the next week. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. That was that was the, that was my, my reasoning for Detroit initially was right you know, like post like post coach firing like but how much man, better can they be yeah. without him? 
Hopefully a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know they I, said... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I say, I think they were holding, like, or he was holding the team back quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I know they've come out and said, uh, wait, who's their, who's their, uh, Bevel, right? Daryl Bevel is mm-hmm. their, uh, yeah, interim. He, I, he pretty much came out and said he wants to, like, up the pace. So. There we go. But, so, yeah, like, there should be, like, a fair amount of passing, I think. Like, out he has no reason to fucking lie about that. <laughs> like, no. um, the main thing right now to watch is DeAndre Swift. I think he just got downgraded to doubtful recently. So I don't think he'll play. Which, so right now they're saying they're, they're saying he's through the concussion protocol and has an illness, but like it's probably concussion related. Like you, you can get like sick from a concussion. Like if your body's like out of whack. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know. The thing with Adrian Peterson the other day, you saw that, right? Yeah, he said like Swift doesn't look the same since his concussion. Yeah, which is scary like it's concerning and oh lions yeah which i i I like this current ap of like it seems he's accepted his mentor role i guess where because like he had like he was very honest about washington like not needing him with antonio gibson being so good and then he's like just like openly talking about like slips and stuff like that so i don't know he seems like he's ready to like kind of take his career to the like you know mentor and then maybe coach eventually but mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool it just makes sense that he should be a running mex coach right like yeah mm-hmm. yeah he had some of the best like highlights yeah of the past decade and he's got like i'm obviously he's just good but he's got great technique too so like he should be a coach but great technique and he has great downfield vision and um, i mean he's one of the goats so yeah the only thing he couldn't really do was catch it very well yeah maybe they'll have somebody else for that yeah, but I mean, I don't think DeAndre Swift needs much help with that part, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> so if if Swift is out, assuming he is, um, AP or Carry On are kind of the two guys left. Um, we saw like on Thanksgiving, AP fell into the end zone twice and had a very Jordan Howard stat line. <laughs> Whereas Carry On is more the pass catcher, so I think it just more depends on your league uh, format with those two. But um, yeah, so before we move on, we, we mentioned David Montgomery briefly. He has been playing a lot better this year. I think we like we kind of talked talked about that last episode, but mm-hmm. the matchup is great for him. Yeah, it's it's real juicy. Plus, you know, you don't want Trubisky throwing forty times a game. No, you don't want him throwing. You want him throwing as little as possible. Like, <laughs> I think he should get some good volume in a pretty solid matchup and the game that's never really out of reach. Yeah, let me check on Akeem Hicks because him being out last week was enormous. It was, game. yeah. He's questionable, I think. Gotcha, because like that might be one of the more important factors in this game. Let's see. He partially practiced Friday. Let me check the last couple days. He's questionable right now because that, like, if he's out, then like I think AP becomes a significantly better play. Yeah, he's been limited the last two days, so it's kind of wait and see there. But that definitely matters a lot at the moment. I think I'm leaning Chicago, but it's just not a pretty game. Ideally avoiding this aside from like a Robin Hawkinson and like maybe Marvin Amati, like Monty, but I don't think the ceiling of this game is that high. I don't know. No. Yeah. It's a, another kind of gross game. It's the total 45, but a lot of stingers this week, but well, the next one's not. Yeah. The next one's one of the, one of the better ones. I think, um, bangers Cle- of the week. Yeah. Cleveland at Tennessee. This is the highest total of the week right now. Actually at, uh, it's gone up to 53, uh, too low. 
Tennessee's favored by five and a half right now. Um, we're picking them. I think that sounds about right. Like less than a touchdown favorites. Um, I do think they're the better team, but I don't know by how much. <laughs> I think it might just be like because it's not like Cleveland's poorly coached anymore. Is the thing like that's that's part of it. Like I don't know if Cleveland's the same Cleveland. Like they've gotten boat raced by some really good teams, but I don't know if Tennessee is able to boat race anyone entirely. But not with their defense. Yeah, playing I mean they, the they, they just they did just wax. Was it the Colts last week? Uh huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Derrick Henry should have another monster game. Yeah, Cleveland's I, run D has not been as good as it appears. The run matchups are great. A For whole both lot teams. Of running. Yeah. Yeah. Both like I, Chubb and Henry could potentially be like RB one and two. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, it wouldn't shock me. Like <laughs> normally, running backs in the same game like don't go off together, but like <laughs> I know this is very rare. Very, very, very rare. Yeah, so, like, I'm looking at my adjusted line yard stuff, and Cleveland's number four on the week, Tennessee number seven. Like, they both have great – both teams have great running matchups. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not – it's going to be oh, – Their run defense is so bad in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And the Browns is nothing special. And it's Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of this game's on Baker, man. Yeah, because Cleveland, well, they're they're gonna they're been down. Who is it? Ward, right? I'm trying to remember who they've been missing, but um, but their pass defense isn't like as good as it seems either because they had a lot of monsoon games. But yeah, no Ward, so it's gonna make it a little tougher. Um, no Jonu Smith as well, so that kind of brings me. I guess I'll start here. Sure, Ferkser is my tight end stream <laughs> stream of the week. If you're like if you're fucked at tight end, you need someone. Um, Brown's terrible against tight ends. Um, he's True. he's been good in the games Jonu's missed. Like the they use their tight ends collectively a fair amount, but like it's not always the same guy each target kind of thing. So, Ferkser will be getting a lot of the work at tight end this game. Um, True, true. So that's kind of like a, the only under the radar thing. The rest of Felix like kind of obvious, like the Chubb, Jarvis, Hunt, mm-hmm. Henry, Tanny, Brown. What about Corey Davis? Yeah. I guess he's kind of the only other ancillary piece to consider here. Put him in there. Yeah, like this this game should go at a good total. Like this could be like one of the better uh Tannehill weeks, honestly, of the year. It should be. I think he's a nice stream option and could be a banger. Cause like, um I feel like Corey Davis has pretty high potential here because we know what the Browns suck at, and that is those sort of middle of the field passes to Yeah. Usually sure. tight ends and slot receivers. Mm-hmm. Which I'm ready for a bunch of AJ Brown yak, but with that, yeah, yeah, without Ward, they like they don't have anyone who can keep up with who can you know hang with either of these guys because Corey Davis has been like quietly really solid this year. Mm-hmm. So Tennessee just doesn't pass a ton, so people don't see it. And also AJ Brown overshadows him, but that's true too. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I think this is like Baker's moment. He, oh God, like, he has to do it. <laughs> Oh god! Got to have that Baker's dozen with his mm-hmm. players. They uh, like if if he can win this game, I think if they win this game, the Browns, he's going to have to make those few throws that he has to make that he know? didn't make last week. Right? Yeah, he airmailed <laughs> a couple last week. Like, there was like that one really bad miss at the end zone. I don't remember who it was too, but it was bad. That was bad. Yeah, Should've that been a But um, um, yeah, like. The Titans are going to put up points if yeah. they want to show that they can compete in a, a shootout sort of format. They need and then 
Baker's gonna have to throw. Yeah, this is a and, really pivotal like playoff matchup, like playoff seating matchup. Oh yeah, and this is one of those where like if Baker doesn't win, everyone's kind of like, yeah, he's good, but he's you know he's not great. And if he wins, it's kind of like, okay, he actually has some potential. I think it changes his narrative a lot if he wins this. Oh for sure. Is uh Miles Garrett gonna be back? I think so. Okay, yeah, he's expected to play as of Thursday. They said so. He's pretty good. Yeah, he helps a lot. So, <laughs> but yeah, this game is gonna be pretty exciting. Uh, unlike our next game of Cincinnati at Miami. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to play any Bengals. Um, nope. Miami defense, Devontae Parker and Miles Gaskin. Uh, so, so right now it's looking like Gaskin will pro like is likely to play, and then like Brita and Salvin Ahmed are both out. I think. Yeah, they have a lot of injuries at running back. Mm-hmm. So they kind of need Gaskin to come back here. Yeah, Tua is questionable right now. Like, I, I, I actually, I have no fucking clue. So this is actually going to be a game time decision thing. They've said over and over and over that he's only playing if he's completely healthy. Yeah. Um, if for some reason Gaskin doesn't play, they're super shorthanded at running back because Breed is on COVID list. Um, Ahmed's hurt. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, DeAndre Washington is another guy they've got. I mean, he might. He hasn't been practicing. Like, I don't know if he's playing. Uh, um, that's pretty gross. He's doubtful. Like, it's going to be like Patrick Laird and Lynn Bowden if Gaskin doesn't play. So, if Gaskin Oof. plays, they're probably only giving him the running back touches. Yep. So, yeah. But Fitz, uh, if, there's, if, if Fitz plays, he loves Parker and Gasecki, honestly. So, mm-hmm. he's probably a stream if two is out. And two is probably a stream if. He does play, but there's always the worry of like if they decide his thumbs not if he plays and they're like, nah, you're not ready, like your thumbs not ready. So, yeah, I mean that's true, and I think it's not only possible but probably likely. The fact he's still questionable, I would hope... like it's the Bengals, like they can win right. with fits. Like, I, I, like gut says fit plays. Yeah, it, right. Gut is telling me we're gonna see some fits magic, and that yeah, that means Parker for sure. Um, if two is playing, Parker loses a little value, but Fitz hyper targets him. Yeah, which I guess what's his name, uh, Jakeem Grant. Like Tua goes to him a little bit more than Fitz does, so that you would kind of get a bump up. But this is going to be a slow, gross game. Cincinnati, obviously, you know, like they they sucked last week, but their pace was like drastically <laughs> lower than usual. Like this game's going to yeah. be so slow. Like no Burrow, the offense is just not great, and the defense was already bad. There's not a lot of hope here. Or yeah. why would you even want to if you're like if you're Cincy? Why would you want to win this game? Exactly. Like there's no there's no need for them to try. Like, <laughs> see, yeah, Miami is pretty like a pretty slow team in general pace wise, and Cincinnati had been fast, but with no Burrow, I yeah, they're slow because they suck. It's gross. <laughs> it's slow and they suck. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, this game uh, this is one of the kind of dud games. Um, so next up, we've got Jacksonville at Minnesota. Um, got Minnesota also, here. kind of uh, boring. I mean, this one might be more entertaining, at least. Yeah, so Mike Lennon's yeah. starting, apparently, right? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yep. So apparently Gardner Minshew's healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I think they're just trying to preserve the tank and hope the Jets win a game or something. I don't know. Ha, ah, fools. <laughs> They're trying to ensure the second pick, I guess, because if they put Minshew in, they could have a better chance of winning this game. 
They're going with the hot hand, man. Glennon played well last week, or, you know, okay. <laughs> Which for him is great. Yeah, and that was, what was that, Houston, right? Who'd they play? I forget. Um, so I don't... I don't the was Jacks, that that the, was two weeks ago, right? Um, oh, they played Cleveland last week, and Mike Glenn was okay against Cleveland, so that tells you all you need to know about Tennessee this week. But he's great. Uh, it's not like Minnesota's past defense is anything special either. So it's like, pretty bad, I think. Still, yeah. And then so DJ Shark uh, is uh, seems like he's going to play this week. He fully practiced mm-hmm. yesterday, not on the injury report, so he'll be back. I really like him this week, actually. I do too. Yeah, I uh, man. I mean, the matchup's not bad, I'm just saying. Yeah, he's way better than any corner Minnesota has. And if, as long as Glennon can get it to him, like, he's in a great spot. Is there any aspect of Minnesota's defense that's, like, scary? No. I mean, their safeties are fine, but, like... They have good safeties. That's about it. Like, I mean, the Bengals have a good safety, but that's not like that matters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm looking, right. trying to look through the roster and see if anyone, like, sticks out. Because, um... What's they traded most of their line away. Yeah, Har- like Harrison Smith, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's good. Otherwise, like, yeah, Eric Kendricks is good too. So I guess they have a good linebacker and a good safety. But okay. Like, they don't they don't get pressure. Yeah, no, that was – yeah, they don't really get a pass rush going. They, no. uh, that's kind of important. But, <laughs> but this Man, game – I want Jacksonville to win. That'd be great. That'd be so funny. But I – Minnesota – has a, an amazing run matchup this week. <laughs> yep. Like, it should just be a bunch of Dalvin Cook. And probably Alexander Madison. Like, it's probably going to be a lot of running. Hey, he was the first guy I put in here. Like, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that's that's the given. But as far as so Justin Jefferson or Thielen, my initial thought was Jefferson, just because Thielen's coming off COVID, let's may, you know, be a little... I'm not going to, like, say he's not going to be, like, in game shape, but, like... You know, it, it's a little tougher to be, like, fully ready for your full lot of snaps. Like, you know, coming off the COVID mm-hmm. list. I don't... Did he test positive or was he just on the COVID list? I don't... I feel like he was just on the COVID list. I'm looking into it. I don't think he tested positive. I think he's playing this week. Thiela, Thielen and Brita, I always mix up the IEs in their names. Oh, they're flipped, right? Yeah, Thielen is IE and Brita is EI. It's, it's hard to, like, keep track when they're... You know, it's the same sound, but it's different. <laughs> I for E except after C, but like Brita. All the other times. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so on Tuesday, uh, Thielen tested negative for COVID, so I think I think he was just a close contact. Sweet. So he so should you, be fine. Have you like shifted more towards Thielen? I was on Jefferson. Um, they're both like they both have great matchups. Like it's not like I like it's not even like I like one more than the other. I just kind of like said that, but like looking back at it, like. Dylan should be fine too. Like they both are in great spots. Mm-hmm. Like Minnesota should hang like a metric fuck ton of points on the Jags here. Yeah, man, Cook should run all over them. Like, I'm, let me pull up the implied totals. They have like one of the highest on the week, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so Chiefs are highest, of course, but then Vikings are second highest. And like, <laughs> if they want, if they want to like be a playoff team, they have to like rub their wieners all over the Jacksonville defense. And so, like... Right. I think they will. Like, I, I, like every... Like, Cook, Thielen, Jefferson, and, like, honestly, Rudolph, too, because I think Irv's out again. Like, all four of those guys are fine. And, like, if you need to stream someone, Kirk Cousins, I think, is a good stream this week. Like... Sure. So... I uh, think so, too. 
he beats up on bad teams. Yeah, Jacksonville's a bad team. So, <laughs> like, Kirk Cousins against bad teams is like something you can usually be okay with. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, Jacksonville side, Chark, James Robinson because he just gets all the running back touches. Anyone else? Nope. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's tough to like figure out who else is going to get the targets on Sharks there because like. Last week it was Colin Johnson. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, was, there was no Q and Cole. No, yeah. Well, let me see how many targets you still. You got six targets. Uh, Chanel got four in a rush, I think. But yeah, Colin Johnson was Glennon's guy, and like we said, might have just been the hype thing. <laughs> Maybe so, we'll get some Chanel this week. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it feels like it feels like a really good Shark game. Like if for if, in DFS, if you're playing the Vikings, I would run it back with Shark personally. Mm-hmm. So, next up, we've got the Raiders at the Jets. We both, of course, have the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, Josh Jacobs this week, so Devonte Booker will get the touches. Um, I know Richard had been out. I can check if he's going to be out again or not. That's kind of one of the. I know that's that's important in the sense of like Booker's at touch floor. Uh, so it looks like Richard will be playing. So he'll probably get some touches annoyingly. But he'll sneak some uh, some PPR away from him, yeah. But Booker's had some solid games this week, even with Josh Jacobs in. So I, I, I think he makes a great play this week. Yeah, Raiders uh, have a pretty good matchup. Good O line, bad run defense of the Jets, and the Jets will most likely lose. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have a, what else is there to say? I have a weird question. Would you play would you play Booker over Kamara this week? Oh yeah. Like it sounds yeah, okay. Like it sounds fucking bonkers to say, but Taysom Hill has ruined Kamara and Booker's in a great fucking spot as the lead back. Like Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know that like the point difference is that much different, but like it's it's not like a crazy idea. So. No, I mean he'll be the leading back for the Raiders against the Jets, and they, you know, the Raiders just had a horrible game. Yeah, so they're gonna have to get their shit together and come back. Get your shit together. Put it in the bag. <laughs> All your shit. So, rest of the game though, uh, Darren Waller should do pretty well. The Jets have struggled a lot against some, like tight ends of his ilk this year, <laughs> aka big athletic tight ends. Big athletic, mm-hmm. but. Outside of the two kind of obvious, I guess more obvious side plays, who who else are you on this game? Like anyone on the Jets side? Any other Raiders? I actually do think this is a a good game for Darnold. Hmm. Um, which will be the first time I think I've said that this so, year, so I'm like totally okay saying it because I know I'm not biased. I think he'll. Uh, I don't know. The matchup here makes sense to me that with Paraman, Mims, and Crowder all in. I, I would expect a little bit of a bounce back game from Darnold. I don't, you know, I don't think he's going to shock the league, but I think uh, th- there's a really good upside for him to have a solid game. Yeah, um, like the Raiders secondary isn't anything special right now. No, and they don't really get much of a pass rush. Yeah, there's no Jonathan Abrams out by the way. Yeah, because yeah. he and, is, you know, he plays like a fucking rocket missile. But someone else too, right? Farrell is clone Farrell. Um, I'm checking. Malik Collins is out. Let me take a gander at who else is going to be here or not. Um, he, he's expected to come back. Okay. He's been missing, but. He's been missing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Like, 
Quinton Williams is really good at stopping the run, but that's a really good run blocking unit for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is uh, pretty much an obvious game. Mm-hmm. Raiders should beat the Jets by at least 10 points. Yeah, they're favored by uh, 8 points. So I'd probably take the 8 over. <laughs> um, of, so if you like Darnold, Jets receivers will be in play by that logic. Who's your favorite? Anyone you don't like? Cause I kind of think we'll see Crowder this week personally the most because he had kind of a few down weeks and Darnold knows he has to get it to Crowder more if he wants to pad his stats a bit, mm-hmm. get that yak. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm kind of into Paravin this week. It sounds just mm, saying that, but, like, I he's going to get some Damon Arnett because, like, the Raiders keep their guys, like, in their spots pretty much. And so I think Paravin should be able to just, like, I'll see him and him should be able to just, like, feast on Damon Arnett. So. Yeah, I kind of like all three of them, to be honest. Which like, is I think gross. they all have. Yeah, I know. So they I'm all like, have potential. I have to say, Darnold at yeah. least a stream like, candidate. I don't think all three won't get there. I don't think, but like two of the three could. Two of the three could. For what you expect, at least. Like, I do like Mims also. Mm-hmm. Mimsy, this should be fun. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of like chatter, cheater chatter about Mims this week. So seems like a lot of people are with you on that um do you think this could be rugs time or no mm-hmm. what like Match whatever yeah i'm like <laughs> the, the jets are just so bad <laughs> that like makes some sense yeah i mean their secondary is awful car just has to hit him yeah like, with the ball and stride like not even in stride just get him the ball in open field and yeah, yeah. the corners of the jets are really bad yeah, the the snap counts for Ruggs. Like he's like so like after the bye, he had like three fourths of the snaps, and it's been kind of been fluctuating the last couple of weeks. So like he's not always on the field because I think they just don't trust him to run block. That's like that's the only concern I have for him. This game is like, what is the passing volume, and do they just not have him out as much for you know run blocking purposes? So, mm. but I probably don't. Hopefully, don't need to make that risk. So hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Next up, we've got Indy at Houston, and Wolf Fuller's suspension kind of changed this game for me a yep. lot. Um, I was going to pick Houston. I kind of feel like I have to pick Indy now. I had Houston also early, uh, earlier in the week. We were on and the same then, page, it seems like. <laughs> yep, no Fuller makes it really hard to pick the Texans. Deshaun yep. Watson will be throwing to Cooks. Yeah, and Bradley Roby one of the few defensive players on the Texans worth anything uh, is <laughs> also suspended. For what? Uh, PDs as well. Oh my goodness. They're just sharing them. Yeah. Cushing was probably... <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> the fact that he is the strength and conditioning coach after, I think, multiple PED suspensions makes it kind of funny in a way. <laughs> like... Yeah. But yeah, Just take probably... these. You'll play great. Yeah. So... With that being said, probably picking the Colts now. Um, Brandon Cooks is uh, obvious, I guess I would say. Um, any yeah. other Texans you like? And anyone you like on the Colts? Well, I guess I should. Who do you like on the Colts? Because they should score a lot. Uh, for the Colts, I think it's another Ty week. Um, because he owns the Texans. That is true. I forgot about that because I was thinking Pittman, but I mean, I also like Pittman, but. Yeah. 
I think you get one more good Hilton week. Yeah. Last week was his first touchdown of the year, actually. I know. And then he might, you know, not do anything again. <laughs> until Except against the, the Texans. Texans. Yeah. Right. He does own the Texans. Actually, I want to pull up his game logs against the Texans. It's pretty great. I don't know the numbers right now, but I looked at it like a couple of weeks ago. And... <laughs> Because I, I was like, have they played Houston yet? No, they haven't. I ended up on the TY rabbit hole. It's pretty brutal. He destroys them. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously last year, you know, quarter situation was rough. But even even last year, he did have 74 touchdown, 2018, a 199, a 115. 2017, he had a 175 and two. You know, that Oof. a 115 and one. He had a 223, a 121 and one. Like, yeah. Oh, my he goodness. Frequently dongs on them. This isn't all over <laughs> the game. There, there's, like, games that do that artist good, but there's, there are many blow-ups. Yeah. In his repertoire. <laughs> Frequent donging. That <laughs> was boom. So, yeah, the indie passing game, and I guess I kind of have to, by extension, say Rivers, because I also kind of like Burton as a stream. So, if I like all those guys, like... It's hard, yeah. Yep. Um, on back on the Houston side though, um, Kiki Cutie is going to be getting a lot more run. Uh, Bill O'Brien's gone, obviously, and he was kind of in Bill's doghouse. He think he's been getting more run recently, anyway, because Cobb had been out, and now uh, Fuller's gone, and Stills is gone. So and yeah, Stills was cut. So at least yeah, there aren't many guys left. <laughs> so are Kiki they Cutie, rebuilding? Like, are they just like screw this? I guess I don't fucking know, man. I like, think they have to personally. Yeah. Kinda, I, mean, I feel like they're gonna try. Like Deshaun Watson's not gonna like, you know, it's not try. But I mean, they could get a decent pick for JJ Watt. Yeah, I feel like that might happen in the off season. I don't know. Well, what's this There's not much actually? reason to hold on to him for next year with what what's going on. Everything's bad. Defense is bad. Offense is bad. <laughs> Traded away Hopkins. Got yeah. David Johnson. David Johnson's bad. Yeah, because last year next sorry next year is the last year of his contract and there's no dead cap, so he's like super tradable. Ooh. So. Johnson or JJ Watt? Uh, JJ Watt. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David Johnson. Like David Johnson? <laughs> when you search up I David did, Johnson. Come, like, uh, I've had to come to the sad conclusion that David Johnson just doesn't have it anymore. No. No, yeah. He's supposed to be back this week, maybe, but, like, uh. Yeah. It makes me sad. He was so good that first year. Yeah. Like, he was so good for, like, a very brief amount of time, and then. Off a cliff, such Off as for any back life. But yeah, he has he's undergone Jack for sure this year. Next year he's fairly got a bowl and then that's the last year of his contract. So well done, Bill. But Well um, done, Bill. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. As far as the uh, rest of the Texans, like so between like Aikens and Fells, I'm pulling up the uh, snap counts here, they pretty much split snaps. Um, yes. With like all the injuries, like they're gonna have to like divvy it to them. I think I like Aikens better. He's been getting more targets lately, and he did get the end zone looks. He just literally just dropped his touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think he dropped. He had like two chances, but one was just a very obvious drop. So like, if he catches at least one of those, that's looking a lot better last week instead of like the point four points. But I think he's in play as well. The Colts have been good against tight ends, but it might just be like he is needed. Yeah, he should get a lot of volume. They mm-hmm. both should get some volume. Because mm-hmm. the uh, options to catch the ball are pretty limited. Yeah, and Watson doesn't really throw to running backs much. He threw to Duke last week, but that was on an actual route, not like a dump off. 
How do you feel about Watson this game? Um, I feel. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, he's a Sean Watson, but like, ugh. like 18 points. Yeah, I feel like his ceiling is drastically lowered without Fuller because it's like just Cooks. Yeah, I mean, Cooks is good, but having both of them there was so important. Yeah. And then having Hopkins there made it even more dangerous. But Yeah, it's it's, it. it's Watson, so, you know, it's tough to be like, oh, don't play him, but it's a lot less exciting now. But Yeah, like, he could be running all over the place. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, he has that rushing upside, so that's the big thing with him. But He doesn't do it as much, but I think if the game plan calls for it, he's, like, ready to go. Yeah, in the past, when they've been, like, down guys, he does that a lot. Like, if, if like, some of his guys are out, like, I think, I think like, every time, I, I, I can take a look at it, but did Hopkins ever miss games? I don't know. I just feel like there are plenty of times when, like, guys that have been out, Watson has, like, taken over the game running. Yeah. No, that's a thing. Yeah. Like, the specific examples aren't coming to mind, but I know it's happened. But uh, next up, we've got uh, Rams at Arizona featuring another running quarterback and one who uh, never runs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right now, they both have the Rams. We're both taking the Rams. Yeah. um, It's a tough one to call. For me, I think there's a little more indecisiveness in the media. I'm, I'm pretty solidly taking the Rams here. They should win. Like Ramsey will be on Hopkins. Yep. Um, not that Hopkins like can't beat him, obviously, but you know, that, that's what's yeah. Happen. But he won't throw it to him as much, and there's flags, and yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I think what's his name Williams will probably be on Kirk. I don't know, but like they've got as many good corners as as Arizona has good receivers, and I think the uh, like the the offensive kind of like the Rams offense matches up well. I think the the run matchup is pretty solid. And um, they're going to run. I know what's his name, uh, Whitworth, Sorry, but I think they'll be fine on the run front. Like, th- this this pans out as a game where the Rams will want to run, try to run, probably succeed at running, and be fine. Yep, and that kind of is how their whole offense works. Yeah. Um, I do think I like Cup this week. Although, whenever I try to pick one, it never, like, it's hard to just pick one because they move, like, Cup and Woods around so much. But... I hope we see more Cam Akers. Yeah, he... I, I think I remember also seeing that uh, Malcolm Brown and Henderson also don't have any runs over 20 yards, whereas Akers has two over 40. But Yep. So, yeah, you really got to think they get him more involved. Cause I, I think I remember his, his snap counts are up, if I recall. He had more rushes last week than he did, like, the whole year. Yeah, like, he had that big run to get down to, like, the one, and they let him finish it off. Mm-hmm. Um let me see the uh, snap counts here for him. So he had his s- season high in snap percentage. So since the bye, he's had 26, 17, and 27%, which doesn't sound like much, but um, actually, no, week one, he had the highest highest, but Henderson was hurt. So yeah, but they're getting him a little more involved, and you got to think they're going to like maybe eventually just kind of hand it over to him because he, he clearly brings a lot more to the table. Like, I know they like Malcolm Brown for his pass blocking and his pass catching and stuff like that, but, like, sometimes you just need a guy who can fucking house it, so. Yeah, and he can be that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona side, though. I see, I see none of us have typed in any Arizona players. I know. I'm really afraid to pick any of them, quite frankly. I mean, Edmonds probably still does fine because he's Chase Edmonds, but. Yeah, well, I mean, Drake's been getting a lot of work lately, too. Like, he's been... 
like the, the pass catching work has kind of not been as favorable to Edmonds lately. Yeah. I do think there's a good chance that Drake just kind of gets shut down, at least on the ground. I can see that. Because, like, the Cardinals don't have any, like, special running game. No, I don't think they can run block particularly great, and they're yeah. playing the, the Rams here. Yeah, and it's not the Rams. Have, the Rams don't have a great run D in particular. Obviously, they've got Aaron Donald in the middle, but, like, they're – the run stopping like as a, like a linebacking unit is not anything crazy, but the Rams or sorry the Cardinals aren't like anything special run blocking, so it kind of like is just a medium null. I think my big worry is like the pressure that gets to Kyler. Like I think the Rams will be able to bring a fair amount of pressure. That's just okay. Is he going to be able to scramble or how are they going to contain him? You know all that. So yeah, that's what you have to ask yourself whenever you're playing against Kyler. <laughs> skirt. How do we contain this guy? Skirt, skirt, skirt. So screamer, but like obviously, like you, if you in season long, you always pretty much always play Kyler and Hopkins, but I don't feel great about anybody else. Yeah, I don't think you can ever really justify sitting Kyler, even though it's yeah, not the, the, the rushing situation. numbers are just always there. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I can't really just pick one of the Rams runners as much as I want to, just because of how much it's spread out. So. The total, the total in this game is forty-eight. I think that sounds about right. I don't know. It'll be close. The Rams What's are favored the spread? by three. Rams, Rams are favored three. by three. Yeah, it opened with Cardinals as favored, but the Rams are now favored. Interesting. So hmm. it's like what twenty-seven, twenty-one, something like that, or look closer. Maybe Rams are implied like twenty-five and a half. Cardinals are okay. twenty-two and a half. So yeah, pretty much like a twenty-six, twenty-three type of game, something like that. Yeah, I definitely think it's close. Um, it's going to come know, down to a Zane Gonzalez missed field goal. Right. Arizona <laughs> can, you know, Kyler can win any game when he's got D-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a there's a few factors that I think favor the Rams here. And this is this is a conference game that they have to win after just losing to the Niners. Yeah. So. Um, next up, we've got the Giants at Seattle. Um, this is one of the stinkers. We both have Seattle. Um, yeah, I love Chris Carson here. Um, it looks like Hyatt will be out, and Carson will be in the second game back, so he should get a lot more work this week. Mm. Um, honestly, really, anyone on Seattle works if like like especially in you know, a Lockett, DK, both of them are fine. I don't really want to play any Giants, not even Gallman anymore. I don't think they score enough. Uh, no, no Gallman. Not I'm not feeling him this week. No, uh, the Seattle defense has been better lately. They're getting healthier. Um, the run, the run D has not really been the, the big issue really. Like, no, it's not been great, but it's better than last year. And Jamal Adams, Dunlap and Collier, like getting together makes their front like a lot more confident. Yeah. Like when I tell you it's the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> against Colt McCoy, like that, that says everything I, I, I feel like I need to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But so yeah, no, I'm off the Giants. Yeah, my only like, like consolations are oh, no, I don't know the word I'm looking for is, but like if you have to play Shepard Ingram, like I can maybe get behind it, maybe Ingram, but like uh, I, I I think the touchdown equity for any Giant is so low that like it's really hard to get behind it. They're totally they're implied for 18 right now, which is pretty low. That's pretty bad. Because, like, they're, Wayne Gallman, like, whenever they get on the goal line, it is Wayne Gallman. So, like, he's not, like, terrible, but, like, he's not, I don't think he's going to get you what you 
like if he, he might get a touchdown, but he's gonna get like forty yards. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. about right. Yeah, Seahawks defense, cool. Anything else here? I don't think so. I think you know, there's a possibility the Giants hang around with them, but. Like if they had Daniel Jones, but now that it's Colt McCoy, yeah, no, yeah, (laughs) not beat them. Just like you know, they only lose by like seven to ten points, as opposed to you know Mm twenty. But yeah, kind of tough one for the guys to feel good about there. Um, Next, we've got Philly at Green Bay. Both have Green Bay. I think for me, pretty handily. Um, They're favored by eight and a half. They should dong on the Eagles. Should because Should be the, the Eagles don't like to run the ball for some reason, and that's how you beat the Packers. So, like, <laughs> yeah, did you see how many carries Miles Sanders had last week? Oh gosh, how many? He had six. Hmm. He had in a game six they were in. In a game they were in against a team with, to be honest, like run defense, not the best in Seattle. Like it's not, it's not horrible, but it's not the best. And he had six rush attempts. Man. They had 14 um, actual rush attempts as a team. And Carson Wentz threw 46 times. Yeah, like, <laughs> the Eagles are a shit show. <laughs> uh, the, like, that's ridiculous. That's 60 offensive plays, 14 of which are running. I think if you've got Miles Sanders and you're kind of stuck with playing him, your hope is that he breaks off a big one because that's kind of what he has done this year at times. Um, That's what he has to do to be fantasy relevant now. Yeah, like maybe they'll finally do it. I don't know. But like otherwise, like in the passing game, I think Goddard's the only playable eagle. Like I think Ertz is supposed to come back this week, but I don't want to play him yet. <laughs> no Ertz. <laughs> yeah, like he has, I think he's like, yeah, let me take a look at it. He's expected to be back, I think, but I don't want to play him on his first game back. Especially with how not great it was going beforehand. So. Yeah, I mean, he was not having a good year before he got hurt. No, yeah, like Goddard was out, out, like, producing him anyway. So I would roll with Goddard here if I'm picking one. But, uh, I, I mean, Rodgers to Adams is the game, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I don't think this game gets too far away. I don't think it's a boat race. I, I See, I disagree. Keeper. I think it, I think they get boat raced, personally. You do? Yeah, the Eagles are bad, man. Like <laughs> they're they bad. Are, but, like their defense is annoying and really tough, and like their defense plays hard and gets a lot of pressure, and that's not what Rodgers has done the best against this year. Yeah, Green Bay is not really allowed much pressure this year. Like, I, so I'm that's looking at too. like like as far as like the pressure allowed versus pressure generated, like they're second best on the week. So like I'm talking about like. Offensive line, defensive line, pass blocking matches, pretty much thing. Like nice. Colts have the best spot because Houston generates none. They the line still pass blocks well. Green Bay is second on the list, so Rogers wow. Rogers will have time, I think. <laughs> like maybe they do get some pressure, but I think there's enough times where they don't that Rogers fully wrecks them on those attempts. Mm-hmm. Still so. pick, still picking the Packers. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just a matter of how much they went by for us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, next up, also I think Aaron Jones is fine just because points. But, yeah, but next up we've got oh, sure. yeah, the, the Patriots at the Chargers. We both have the Patriots here. Um, for me, it's uh, because the run game matchup. 
pretty much it, right? Yeah, and then um, there, I saw this tweet thread um, about how uh, who who did the Chargers play last time? The Bills was it? Or about oh, how boys. like yeah, some te- a couple teams have thrown like a certain type of blitz at Herbert that he sort of struggled with, and like Bill Belichick will one hundred percent pick up on that. Of course. So even if the defense is, you know, not the same, Belichick will, like, pick up on, like, oh, like, that's that. I see here, like, so you did bring up the rookie quarterback against Belichick thing. So are you kind of aligned with me there, or do you think Herbert does well, or where are you at on that? I don't think it's going to affect Herbert, like, to the extent that it affected, say, Sam Darnold. Yeah, or most rookies. Most rookies. He is, yeah, it's like 20 and 5 against rookie quarterbacks. Obviously, Belichick knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's usually a pretty good bet to take the Patriots against a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think that the Chargers still lose because that's what they do. <laughs> um, usually at the very end of the game when they have the opportunity to win. But I don't think it's because of Herbert. I think Herbert has a completely, like, fine day. Yeah. I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's – I think he probably outperforms a lot of other rookies and how they have done against Bill Belichick. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, Herbert's just got something special. Yeah. Like, I, I, like I'm not – like, even my one hand, like, I don't think he's going to be bad. But, like, I can see some, you know, just, like, not a blow-up but not terrible game for him. The, this Right now the spread is the second closest at one and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. Chargers are favored, actually. But um, so I guess we're, really? we're picking an upset here, I guess. But when the spread's that close, it's like you know, yeah. So, but fantasy wise, um, I mean, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, those guys yeah. always make sense. Austin Eckler got a ton of targets last week, so so definitely Eckler. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Allen does fine too. Yeah, I I think Gilmore will be on Mike Williams, so I think yeah, Gilmore can handle him there. And then uh, on the Patriots side, I I think Damian Harris finally has his yards and touchdown week <laughs> coincide here. Um, the Chargers run deep, we kind of noticed it recently, but it's bad. It's actually pretty bad. That's um, pretty bad. Yeah, so like run matchup-wise, the Patriots are um, like my second best on this one. So yeah, like Minnesota's first, Patriots have second best. You know, great, just a line yards matchup. Uh, like their power run matchups really nice like uh, everything lines up for their running game to do well (laughs) the only concern i have is kind of the pressure aspect of it um is melvin ingram still out i forget is he on ir what's what's his deal again i think he's on ir gotcha the chargers have still been able to bring pressure um even without him so that's kind of the only concern just because like Cam, like, he can obviously scramble, but, like, if they get to him instantly, it's going to be a problem. I'm looking to see. Yeah, I think Ingram is on IR. I couldn't remember exactly, but, yeah, it'll be, like I said, it's going to be a close game. I don't feel confident about this pick, but I think the way the Patriots want to play aligns with the weak, like, a, a major weakness of the Chargers defense. It's also Belichick versus Anthony Lynn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, I feel better about it now. So, um, next... I don't feel amazing about it, but I do like I am yeah, the the, co- the coaching difference. Yeah, that that's pretty strong. But uh, <laughs> Sunday night we've got Denver at Kansas City. I just put Kansas City because Kansas City. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know the bangers. Um, 
I, yeah. Um, I guess really it's anyone. From, yeah, I mean, it's like Reek, Mahomes, you know, Kelsey. Yeah. Anyone from like the Broncos yeah. standing out? Um. So assuming they have their quarterbacks, that. Um, Quarterback back. Yeah. I Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy are the two guys, really. Um, and I guess no Fant, too. Um, they're going to have to try to keep up. So I think they all make some sense. The the Kansas City corner has been playing pretty well, actually. Um, yeah, they're good. Like the tight ends, one of the spots. Like I think I think they might end up being one of the teams where like they're a tight end run funnel. But like run, like the run funnel is kind of like the, the ideally you attack the Chiefs with the run, but it's so hard to because you never like you're always down, you're always chasing them. <laughs> That's the problem with it. Like like I want to say oh the running backs, but like, I have a hard time justifying that. And I think Philip Lindsay's questionable right now for what it's worth too. Uh, oh, he's expected to play. So, like, he and Melvin Gordon, like, they'll, they'll try to ride them, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have a tough time, like, with this game in general, like, on the Broncos side, because, like, the stuff that they want to do, like, lines up with the, the weakness, I guess, for Kansas City. But, man, like, man. <laughs> I think I think Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy are both okay. Sure. Because Jerry Judy's so good, and then Tim Patrick's so big. <laughs> He's been solid too, actually, but... Yeah, no, he's been having a pretty good year. Tim Patrick. I, a uh, name. Yeah, it's just hard to not pick Kansas City here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah. Doesn't Kelsey own the, the Broncos? They, I don't know. I think he owns everyone. That's true. He owns, yeah, he definitely beats up the Raiders. I'm looking up his game logs uh, versus the Broncos. Let's see. Yeah, he... Yeah, he kind of owns them a lot. <laughs> there was also a string where they were really bad against tight ends as well. I remember so that. I used up. to target that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gotten better. I think it was a Vance Joseph thing. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Um, next up, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, we can move on, right? Um, oh yeah. wait, actually, wait, wait, real quick. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is questionable still. I think he's had an illness. Um, oh. Oh wait, they're saying it's not COVID. It's a stomach bug. Um, he hasn't practiced all week, so if he does sit, or like if you've got Le'Veon Bell or something like that, like be ready. So, yeah, I mean, thankfully, stomach bugs only usually last at most like th- two to three days. Yeah, so just just keep an eye on him. Ideally, he plays, but he may not get the same volume if he's not practiced all week and he's been sick. So that makes it a little less appetizing. Because the, the the run matchup like looks nice after we saw from Latavius last week, but I see, you assume they'll just kind of air it out. So yeah. Next up, we've got Washington at Pittsburgh on the first Monday night game. Um, it looks like Pittsburgh will be without Pouncey because he tested positive, um, and he was like ruled out like right on game day. That's pretty big, man. So it's pretty important. I think I'm taking. Wa- I think I'm taking Washington. I don't blame you. Not at all. I have the same take, basically. It's it's gross because you're picking Washington. But, like, we all expect the Steelers to lose a game at some point. It's just a matter of, like, when. <laughs> and they just lost Bud Dupree as well. Um, Steven Nelson's gone. Like, it, it's, this lines up. Lines up. I will say that it's probably likely that Pittsburgh squeaks one out. I don't think they win by more than four or five points yeah. at most. And 
I think the potential for upsets pretty high. Because uh, it is technically a short week. Like, it's Wednesday to Monday. Like, they got kind of fucked over, too, because, like, the the Ravens get to play on uh, what, Tuesday, right, or whatever it is. And then, mm-hmm. and then they've got to play on Monday. So that's kind of, a, you know, unfair, honestly. I think it's actually pretty unfair. But, um, yeah. So, like, short week, no center, missing a corner. Washington's got a great pass rush. They're coming off a lot of rest. Like, it all lights up. The, o- the only, like, issue is that their defense is still really good, and it's Washington. Like, that's <laughs> that's the, like, big butt here, um, aside from Big Ben, huh? Um, huh. So, but, yeah. Like, <laughs> right now, the total in this game is uh, 43.5, and Pittsburgh's favorite, Pittsburgh's favorite by touchdown. Like, I think this is a pretty gross game, and I don't really think there's any bangers. Yeah, it might even be too high. <laughs> that over under yeah man like is there is there anyone from this game you want to play like in season long i know like the pittsburgh Ooh. receivers have all been great but like, i would say there... probably um probably claypool and ebron yeah ebron makes sense he did well last week too i think Washington yeah struggled against it but maybe that's why ebron will stink is because it makes sense but <laughs> See, I was thinking I, Juju personally, like if I'm picking one, because really struggle, the struggle target thing. I think Chase just has such a size advantage. That's true too. Yeah, he's like way bigger than Fuller and Darby, so it may not matter that like they've been playing well, but it may not matter because Claypool's so much bigger. Yeah, like, and I they're think, weak against the tight end. He could kind of just be a tight end too. Yeah. Like this may this may be one of the weeks where like it's not a Deontay Johnson week. In my opinion, I actually would. Uh, you know, die on that hill. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, because like he, I, I think Fuller and Darby match up well with him, but yeah, maybe not as much Claypool. And then their their weak their weakest slot plays in the slot, or we, sorry, weakest corner plays in the slot. And so weak like, slot. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bad trip to Vegas with those weak slots, man. But, those weak slots. I only, yeah. only want the strong slots. Yep. Those dirty slots. Um, dirty. <laughs> well, yeah, Washington. Um, it's there's Terry McLaurin and there's Antonio Gibson. Those are the only two guys that are ever really worth anything. Um, are you playing them this week? Not really. Maybe Gibson. Just on like touches, yeah. Because yeah. Bud Dupree's out too. That's going to hurt their run deal a lot too. That's true too. Yeah, I think that you've also like it's been shown you can run on Pittsburgh. It's yeah. not. It's not easy, but it can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. I do think with Steven Nelson out, I feel a little more okay about McLaurin. Is Joe Hayden still in, but, like, Terry can out. Yeah, the, St- the Steelers pretty much play sides, though, is the thing. And, uh, like, I don't – who's Steven – who even is Steven Nelson's backup? Like, that's the thing. Because, <laughs> like – because current Joe Hayden it cannot keep up with McLaurin's speed. And then, obviously, Steven Nelson's really good, so this backup could still be fine. It was going to be, like, who, like, Mike Hilton maybe? I'm trying to look through it. Or like Mike Hilton, uh, he's the slot guy. Everybody. So like Cameron Sutton, I think it is. Maybe. And that's what it looks like. Yeah, because he's he's not, he's fine too. So it may not matter a ton, but yeah. But in general, gross game. Yeah. But uh, next. Not looking forward to it. <laughs> oh no, I'm looking forward to the next one though. This one is only a one point spread. San Francisco's favored by one over Buffalo, and this is a tough call for me. Like I'm picking San Fran. I don't feel great about it, but it's a they match. It's another case of they match up super well against Buffalo's defense. Yeah, the really like inventive run 
like run game there for the Niners matches up super well against the Bills defense, which is not great against the run. Uh, the yeah. secondary is strong, but how much does Mullins have to throw? Yeah, I think, they yeah, like it, this game script and matchup favors the Niners pretty heavily. This is a like almost a Baker equivalent for Jalen. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Diggs, Diggs can beat both of those corners. Yeah, he should have a great game. Like, I I do think Jalen has some bad moments because like like Robert Sala, even with an injured defense, he's been coming with some good stuff, and I think he can come up with ways to make Jalen. You know, a little bit frazzled, but yeah. Diggs is so much better than these corners. Like, even though they've been okay, like we've seen them get burned a couple times just horribly. Yeah, they they're like past prime Revis. They're good at what they do, but they can absolutely just get gassed. Yeah, like speedy like, receiver. Yeah, Verrett's got like there's been a couple of games, like especially his first couple. Verrett just got fucking torched. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, Big should be fine. I think Beasles is solid. As like a stream option, Beasley. No, yeah, Beasles. Since there's still no John Brown, and I don't know if I want to go Gabriel Davis this week because, as much as we just said Diggs is better than his corners, I don't know if Gabriel Davis is. Um, Might be faster than him. That's true too. He'll get some targets. Um, but Niners side, they run, they yak. That's how you go after the Bills. So Raheem Mostert is. <laughs> I, I think a banger here, and honestly, I put Jeff Wilson as a stream just because he's kind of the secondary guy. Or actually, I think they like fucking split touches last week or something. Honestly, yeah, yeah, pretty much on board the Mostert train. Yeah, Debo got 13 targets last week. I think he caught. <laughs> did he catch all of them? I got 11. No, of them. 11 of 13. Yeah, that's so, pretty good. Yeah, like <laughs> he should he should have another really good week. I imagine. Like I love Debo. Me too. Um, let's see. Yeah, they almost, like, so Moster and Wilson. So Moster got 29 snaps, 16 rushes, 2 targets. Wilson got 25 snaps, 12 rushes, uh, no targets. Um, that's almost so, a split. Yeah, that's like 55-45, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like, I don't know the exact percentage, but yeah. Moster led the committee, but Wilson was heavily involved as well. So so I think he kind of qualifies the stream. But Moster and Debo should carry this team this week. Let's go, baby. Debo, but this 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 is a good game. Like I'm excited to watch this one. Yeah, thankfully we get this one at four because the other or no, this is a Sunday night. Monday yeah, night? Monday night. It's a Monday night double header because they put the Pittsburgh game there. I'm pretty sure. Like I can double check that. Booth. Oh yeah, it's the night. Yeah, this the real Monday night game. <laughs> yeah, there's the Monday evening game. Meth. Meth. Yeah, five p.m. is Washington and Steelers, and then eight fifteen is the Bills and Niners. And then Tuesday night again, we've got the uh, Cowboys at the Ravens. Um, TBD on the bangers because it's not confirmed if Lamar is going to play yet. Um, I think they put Robert Griffin on IR. So if Lamar doesn't play, it's McSorley again. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Tuesday night primetime game, Trace McSorley versus Andy Dalton of the Cowboys. (laughs) Fucking, oh my god, that'd be the most god, 2020 thing. If anyone ever. could have predicted how this year would go. Which, yeah. I will say, I McSorley was not a downgrade from Robert Griffin. I know, like, Robert Griffin ran out of the line. Like, the Steelers defense is good, and most of McSorley's day was that one pass to Hollywood, but, like, he didn't seem like a major downgrade from no. Griffin. And he can run, too, so. He had a decent amount of hype coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Decent. Yeah, only, only... 
six attempts, but I, yeah, he, I don't think yeah, him or Robert Griffin matters. Obviously, him or Lamar Jackson matters a ton. Um, it's kind of a big thing to watch. Um, it looks like Coleus Campbell will be back, and then um, Brandon Williams should, I think, be back. He's in limited this week, but if they're both back, that kind of ruins the uh, week, weekend run to you that was briefly there and kind of puts a stinker on any Zeke hype. Um, if the defense is healthy fully, I don't want to play a Cowboy. Yeah, not a single one. No, yeah, okay. Um, and then yeah, Baltimore. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore kind of depends on Lamar. It uh, looks like Dobbins will be playing. Like, all of the running backs will be there. The literally just the only question is Lamar. Um, do you think that the Ravens could win without Lamar this week? If it's McSorley? Yes. I Okay, yeah. We're on the same page. <laughs> like, I think so. It, it, it might just be a run all over the Cowboys thing. So. Yeah, with um, I mean, you know, the Steelers went eight and eight still without Roethlisberger, and they had Mason Rudolph because their defense was yeah. so good. I think Harbaugh is in the same sort of caliber as of coach. Uh huh. But um, yeah, like that's that. I have a hard time recommending anyone besides like taking a shot at a running back if Lamar is not in. But if Lamar is in, um, he would be a banger here, and then um, at least for me, and then would you like Hollywood? Would you like? Mandrews, I, I guess Mandrews. Mandrews with one Lamar's there, I think, is always in play. Yeah, I would like Mandrews better. Mm-hmm. Brown is just so inconsistent. Yeah, he's not done much this year in general. It's been sad. But, yeah, the the Cowboys, I mean, just their defense has been better, but they're still, like, tight ends can still beat them. Like, their secondary still has some weakness, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this, what's the total on this game? That's 45 total, Baltimore Terry by 7.5, even with a questionable Lamar. So that kind of tells you what you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So th- there's some good games, but there are some stinkers. Like, I think, so we've got Buffalo and San Fran, pretty good. Um, I think New England and Chargers is, it qualifies as good, in my opinion. That's decent, yeah. Even if it's not like it doesn't matter, it should be good. Rams at, Rams at Arizona, that's probably one of the best ones of the week. Mm-hmm. And then Cleveland at Tennessee. So. I forget Jets Raiders, dude. Oh, yeah, totally. So we got five good games. Five good games. Yeah. That's the one I'll be watching. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans Atlanta could end up being good. We'll see. But Yeah, it's divisional. Yeah, and then, of course, yeah, Cleveland, Tennessee is like... That's yeah, that's probably... Yeah, like, of the one o'clock, that's... Yeah, that's the best one o'clock game for sure. And then there's pretty much like one good game. Actually, no, the, the, there's two good four o'clocks, I guess, but the, I think the Rams, Arizona is probably the better. There's like there's like a couple obvious games to watch in each time slot. <laughs> Right, and then the rest you can just kind of put on in the background somewhere. Like, all right, we'll get to you. Yeah, have red zone on a screen and then just have, like, the game, like, one of the games on another screen. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, fair amount of stinkers this week. Um, on that, though, so I do a lot of DFS as, you know, um, one of the ways to kind of, like, that I build my lineups is I look, I look at implied point totals a lot, and... Whenever, like, value comes up, I'm like, oh, is this value on a shitty team? And so, like, last week, I'm like, all the Jags receivers were popular values. I'm like, well, it's fucking Mike Glennon on the Jags. I'm not going to pick him. And Colin Johnson was fine, but, like, I I mostly avoided landmines, you know, or, like, <clears throat> this week, I, like, apparently Mitch Trubisky's going to be popular. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm not playing any Bears. Fuck that. So, no, yeah. take advantage of, like, bad team players being popular and load up on the high total games. That's kind of one of my like tournament things i do so okay but i'm uh 
man, we're flying through the through the fantasy season. This is the last week of the regular season for a lot of leagues. Anyone who's like in a twelve team league, usually fourteen, fifteen, sixteen of the playoffs. So, uh-huh. um, I looked. I've in one of my leagues, I looked into the playoffs. The two of them skilled into, and then our vampire one. Like we said, we ended up uh, deciding to lay down to the vampire to not lose our players. But yeah, overall, we took our Andy Dalton, but it's okay. Yep. Took our Andy Dalton. It's funny because they actually needed him that week, which made it hilarious. <laughs> but um, we will be back next week to recap. Uh, hopefully, Fever Stingers didn't anticipate, but until then, uh, we will miss you all and have a good weekend.